Thank you for tuning in to GV Talks, a podcast where I speak to locals about what's going on in the community. All people, whether successful or struggling, make our community what it is. GV Talks highlights those making a difference. Tune in every Thursday for a new episode. The podcast is proudly sponsored by Origin Athletics, a local 24-7 gym dedicated to getting you fit and healthy. Mention that you heard about the club from the podcast and pay no joining fee. Thank you and enjoy the episode. You put this on beforehand? Yeah. Catch oh. you in. Yeah. Josh Driscoll, thank you for joining me on GB Talks. Thanks, Harley. Thanks for having me in the pad. The man who stole my idea. What idea? I heard that you've got your own podcast. Oh, yeah. I 100% stole it. <laughs> I asked you. <laughs> All right. So for those who are listening... Josh Driscoll's not a Shepparton local, but I'm breaking the rules today because it's a special occasion. He's come down to Shepparton to visit mm. me, but he's uh, he's one of my best friends and he's a part owner in the gym that I own down here. So he's come down to critique me and critique you for make sure object. everything's up to scratch. Mm. It's looking pretty good. What have you been up to, brother? Um, I don't know, just filming, working in Ballarat, the, the gym down there. It's about, yeah, pretty, that's pretty much it. It's the same stuff. You... um. We're going to talk a lot about old stories. Yeah, got some good stories. Got some good stories. Um, one thing I do want to touch on is a statement that I said to you once. You've just had a kid, mm. and I said to you, how you go with Willow is yep. going to determine whether I have kids or not. You did. <laughs> I think you have kids. Um, you will. Well, can you give me a brief rundown of what it's been like so far? I l- I'm very honest about it. Like, I, lo- I love it. it was a- I love it now. Uh, the first eight months were pretty tough. Like Taylor, Taylor's done everything. Like she's not everything, but like she's she's done. She's helped so. Like she is the the, the stone. And after that eight month period, you've got like more interaction. She'll come up to you, you know, dad there and tapping you. Like it's, it's the best. It's awesome. But the initial the initial start when they're sort of just not doing much is it's tough. Like it's very like I won't. I don't want to put a damper on it for people, but it's it's a, it's a tough eight months. Or personally, it was anyway. Like. I, I love her so much more now than the initial stage. Yeah, wow. I, mean, I, I know most people won't say that. Like, I think everyone just lies about it, but, like... Yeah, because this doesn't really seem like a person yet. Well, yeah, you don't really... I suppose you can't bond as much as you do now, maybe. Yeah. I guess. Um, but, like, it's so... Yeah, it's obviously life-changing. What's the funniest thing that she's done? Oh, funniest thing. I don't know. It's just what they sort of come out with and do when they're like... When she's in the snack cupboard, that's yeah, what she loves. She loves snacks. She loves, she loves good snack and point. Like, you should just get up and point and take her to the spots and dead there. And like, there's nothing that's like truly funny. It's just funny, like little bits of when she's crawling on the ground and she's... that you look in the corner of her eye at you and then start laughing, that type, that type of stuff. But it's awesome. You'll have a kid. I can tell. All right. Mark his words. I will. All right. Do you want to tell the people listening how me and you met? Oh, bad story. I'm not like this at all. Do you remember? You remember? I remember. <laughs> I've got hypothermia oh, from that, that time. Very bad on my behalf. I don't do this very often, but... Um, so at, we're at Snap Fitness in, in Ballarat, and Harley stumbles in to ask for... It was like just a mentorship, wasn't it? Yeah. Like a... Yeah, like a... You had to get hours. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. To the manager. 
And um, I had a PT around the corner and my client was on the rower. And ha- Patsy, the lady who was the manager, puts her head around the corner and she goes, can you, can you have a, a, a shadow next week? My kid, yeah, yeah. And I always test people out because I don't... Like if you're going to be a PT, you're going to get up early and you, you're going to work late. That's just how it is for a start. Um, so I always just say, yep, no worries, be here at 5 a.m. Monday. I'm always there at 5 a.m. Monday. So I was just like, yep, be here at 5, 5 a.m. Monday. Little do I remember <laughs> that I had a footy trip and we were flying to like Cairns or something like that. I can't remember Cairns. It wasn't down. Yeah, I think it was Cairns maybe or Byron Bay. And uh, we had to leave early in the morning. So I wasn't coming on that Monday. Completely forgot about it. And Harley... I think you you came in you came in and waited at the door. Yeah, because I couldn't get in. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he, didn't, and he didn't tell me this for months, months and months later. I think it was like a couple months later. He must be thinking, "Fuck this guy." Am I swear? You swear? Yeah, you can swear. Okay. He's like, "Fuck this guy." Like I'm not not talking to him. And then I I've got no idea how we became best friends after that, because it was like maybe we we sort of had the same mentality. Yeah. And we do these stupid workouts. It was like. If you're getting 20, I'm getting 21. <laughs> Man, those workouts were, were crazy. Yeah, they were. They were hard. I remember there was a couple of PTs involved at the club that me and Josh worked at, and I was the sales assistant. So I kind of got first interaction with the people who walked through the door, and I would not refer a single person to him after that. <laughs> I was just like, yes, another great PT. But I was like, you're working with Scott. He's, he's, he's the phenomenal. best one here. <laughs> I don't blame you though. Like that's pretty. It's pretty bad. Like I'm, I, I really do. Uh, I give myself a pat on the back for normally. Like I'll have stuff written down, or I'll say to somebody, text me. Like text me. Can you text that to me? And I won't open the text messages until I've written it down or done something about it. Um, so that 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 was yeah, very unlike what I was used to be like anyway. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely vouch for that. It was very rare occasion. Out of character, we'll say that. Yeah. All right, great. And then me and you become mates, and we started filming these YouTube videos. Oh yeah, cooking with cooking with Harley and Josh. And Guys, and Harley's. if you have a spare five minutes, just write in Iron Oak into your YouTube um, search search panel, and just watch some of the videos there. They're so painful. They're bad. They're bad to watch. Even like the vlogs that we did at the start, because you were so nervous to talk. Like, it's part of the journey, obviously, but, like, I, I remember I used to put, like, the phone or the camera down near my near my hip as I was talking to you, as I was talking to the camera, because I was so scared of what people would think if I got the camera out here and talking to it. Walking to Snap. There's, like, the first vlog we did, I reckon you'll see it. It's, like, 5 a.m. I'm walking, talking to myself. There's no one around. There's cars driving past the odd car, and I was still too scared. How do you think... How important do you think that was to us building what we have now? Do you think that that was like a relevant step? Do you reckon that helped us build our first gym? Um, Or do you think we could have done it without that? I think it gave us like a weird sort of... Confidence. Confidence. Like like we're on a journey because we were telling a story. Yeah. And we thought people were listening, but they weren't. There was so many people watching. (laughs) I, I don't know, like maybe... Definitely for the video stuff I do now, like that was obviously a bit of a catalyst for that, but... Um... Yeah, maybe for the maybe for the start of the gym too, because like I I gained so much confidence out of it. So it just got to a point where I was just like, I don't give a fuck what people think. Even though it's shit, we always talk about how awesome it is that we documented those. Mm. those I times. think it gets more precious as time goes on, because you know when you look at the very old school video, even though it's filmed shit, it's on a shit like recorder, like the V, like the big, remember the big black boxes they used to have when they used to record it. 
So my mum's got all these films of me doing like talent quests and that, and the footage is priceless. At the time, it's shit. Like it's nothing. But as time moves on and you look back at it, and I want to use it in other videos and that, I think it brings more value, for sure. A hundred percent. And how cool would be that Willow has probably her whole life documented. Oh, to a point. I almost stopped though. So like, I think the first that first that first nine months yeah. during the pregnancy, a hundred percent. Like that was like documentable scans and obviously the birth and well part of the birth is pretty rough but um and then her first like coming home and that yeah like she'll have all that and then a few vlogs and that but not really like i haven't done what we used to do it was like twice a week every week yeah sort of scenario do you miss it uh no not particularly because i was sort of it ended up being a heap of trash in the end because i just come up with something random like it'd be just like like, I don't know what... I, I'd do it now if there was something really interesting happening around town or... But more... I just enjoy doing... I suppose we're in a different phase. But I enjoy doing more funny content or stuff that's more... You know, fills my bucket, I suppose you'd call it. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Do you remember me telling you I was going to move to Shepherd? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what we were talking about at the time is... I was itching to start another... We were itching to start another gym. Yeah. Um, we were in this really small place in Ballarat and it was it was doing very well for what it was. The, the first Iron Oak 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that was what we started with, Iron Oak 1, this small little dingy gym. Two, 250 square metres. It was $65,000, I reckon, to start. Was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. The rent was 18000 and um, we made the squat racks out of wood. We didn't make them out of wood. We bought them from, from a CrossFit <laughs> gym. It was literally like pine wood or something. Like quite, <laughs> quite dangerous when you think about it. But when they had sharp edges on them, we like, thought it was so cool because iron oak. Yeah, oak. It was like yeah, it stands for it. It was it was meant to be. Yeah, and and but we put them together, and we definitely shouldn't have. Yeah, I know. Hundred percent, we shouldn't have. No, well, someone someone helped us. They were look like yeah, we had people looking over. Yeah, us. people looking over us, but they, they weren't going to fall. But they were bad. Yeah. Like yeah. And I was living at Warrnambool at the time and I was like, we've got to start another gym, we've got to do it. And we'll, I was thinking about starting one in Warrnambool. We mm. almost signed the lease for that big yeah, place in Yeah, it was massive. I think that would have been a mistake. Yes, I think that would have been a mistake as well. Yes. And um, Brian Loverson came in and he said... Brian? Yeah, Brian Loverson came in to snap Warrnambool. Did he? Yes. And I was talking to him, I was like, I want to start another gym. Um, and I think I was said I was a bit concerned about what Snap would think because they'd put a lot of clauses in my yeah, yeah. second agreement because yep. I screwed him over the first time. Um, and he said, oh, there's not a snap in Shepparton. And I went, oh, yeah, never even heard of the place. Yeah. I was like, how many people live there? He said, 60,000 people. And I got on yeah, to you like... Yeah, you're like you're like... I got to Google and I started researching Shepparton and I was like, this place is empty. Like there was there was Nothing. hardly any gyms and the rent was very affordable. Yeah, 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 100%. It was, I reckon, I think you... You sent me a plan of all the towns with population, yeah. gyms, and where the maps were from where to put them sort of scenario from memory. Yeah. And, like, what were you thinking when I said, let's start Jim and Shepard? That's fine. You just trust, trust that I was going to make the right decision? Yeah. I, I always say this. I always say that regardless of, of money and that, I'll make you think about it. But if you're 100% you know you can do it, then I'll back you for it. Yeah. Yeah. I came down here and I drove down one of the main streets at Christmas time and it was pumping. And I was like, this place looks fucking unreal. And then I went on a cruise uh, over Christmas time 
Where? Um, to Vanuatu. Oh, yes. And, I and, yep. and stuff like that. And I'd been messaging Rocky Gagliardi, the real estate yeah, agent down here. On the, and you, you, I remember, you had no service on it? And I had no service yeah. on this, on this um, cruise. And I was just itching to know what, what had happened. I really wanted this spot. I'd set my mind on the spot that we're at now, 8 Hoskin Street. And the day that I was supposed to, the day I was supposed to get off the ship, I didn't sleep for 24 hours. I laid in bed, just sitting there, <laughs> like with my eyes like wide open. I was like, I'm going to be off this, I'm going to be off this boat in like 16 hours. Like I, I can't relax, can't relax. And I stayed up and I got off the plane and we got the, we got the lease. We got the lease, yeah, I remember. Do, do you remember, do you remember, um, I think this is a pretty, like our, <laughs> our uh, partnership's been really good, like We've had one one sort of tiff, not a tiff, but it was like maybe a bit of a bitch. Do you remember it? Um, elaborate. I remember. I remember one time as well, but I don't know if we're talking about the same time. In Oberon Street, where we used to live. Yeah. And when you moved to Warnwall. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. And I was like, "You're not pulling your weight." Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't think you were out of place in saying that. I've completely agreed, but it was just so hard to hear from you. And because, like, you're definitely 100% more emotionally attached to Iron Oak yeah. than I am. But I, it's still got a special place in my heart. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's still, like, it was the first thing I, I remember that, I was, that changed everything. And I was sitting there, I was like, my heart was breaking. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. It was almost in tears. Very, like, we are, we are so civil with everything we do. Like, it's always like, you know, if we're not both in, we're out. Uh, we'll have a conversation, sit on it, and then let it go. But it was... I still remember that to this day. And I was like, fuck, maybe I was a little bit hard. Like, I was... You know, I reckon? No, I thought it... Like, you know, it was. I was just emotional because I think it was the truth. Mm. And, like... Because I wasn't vulnerable. I was away from the business. You were doing most of the work. Yeah, it was and, pretty... I think it was... Yeah. I think it was more... When it started to pick up a bit that I was like, fuck, I'm doing a fair bit of work here. Yeah. But then, you know what, what sparked me to, like, stop... Mm. You know the words you used? Do you remember? Can't recall. You don't recall. You said, you know I would do it for you, which is 100% true. Yeah. Well, like the, the first 12 months down here was pretty rough. And I, like, I know. I, remember, I, I know what it was. It was <laughs> Harley did 12 months, no no wage. He was doing like, like what would you get at 5 or 5.30 or something? You wouldn't leave yeah. until like 8 p.m. Big days. Big days. Didn't get a cent. And he said to me, I'll get a wage when it hits 300. Yeah, I think yeah. it was three to 400 was going to be his wage. Yes, yeah. And um, <coughs> I was staying in this... I was staying in this house share. <laughs> I was staying in this house share with three, <laughs> yes. three special dudes. <laughs> three special dudes. And um, it, was, it was a weird, weird place to live. And Josh was coming down, travelling up and down from Ballarat to help me set up Origin Athletics. No, this was after, man. How, we, how during after? Origin Athletics, we were sleeping, sleeping in, in the, the club. Gym. Yeah, we were sleeping in the gym and he wouldn't let me, like, it was so cold. We were in inflatable beds. And I was like, Carly, just let me fucking sleep in this. It's so cold. And we were sleeping, we were sleeping in separate rooms. And yeah. that fuck, it was cold. But this this time, when he came down, he came and sat at the house chair with me. Mm. And it was a strange time. And these guys were like, oh, they weren't really keen of about me having friends over and stuff like that. Hmm. So I was like, oh, Josh, you can come over, but be quiet. Like, yeah, you're like, mate, you made me nervous. This is like, don't don't go taking no food. And I was like, <laughs> right, I'm going to get in your room. I'm going to stay there. That was it. It was like in a, like a bad part of town, wasn't it? Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah, that was. It yeah. was, yeah. And I still remember, I was so fucking cold. 
there was no heating in the house. It was like an old weatherboard house. And I didn't have a doona. And I goes to, I'm sleeping on the inflatable bed that sunk. And I wake up. And I was like, oh. I was like, Holly, Holly. It was like 1 a.m. or something like that. I'm like, man, God, I'm not joking. You had a single bed, didn't you? Yeah, the single like, bed. Can't jump into bed with you, man. Are you serious? I'm like, oh, man, I'm, de- I'm dying. It was so cold. I get real cold. What are they? I don't know. I can't remember what they call it. With you, I can just lose my circulation, my fingers and hands. And um, I was like, I gotta go to the gym. I gotta go to the gym and walk or something. I can't. I can't do this. So I sat your like laundry on top of me to try and keep warm. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit rough. That was rough. It was just fine though. Like it was. It's good knowing that we don't ever have to do anything like that ever again now. Oh, we would have, if we were getting it, no, I suppose we might get a hotel now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we've earned it. Yeah. True. After all those yeah. tough times. Like, um, we were talking just before we were moving some equipment around at, um, at Origin again. And I said to Josh, unless, like, unless it's me and you, whenever I move equipment with someone, I always pick the heavy Heaviest, end. The heavy end. And I've carried some heavy ass treadmills upstairs, downstairs. I've lifted... 200 kilo weight stacks on the back of utes yep. like I'm, I, I think we said we'll never ever do it again at a gym it always happens we do it again the new gym that we put together I got to skip most of that but that seemed like it was pretty oh no it was quite he- oh with a few there was a lot more boys there obviously yeah okay because we didn't really have there was a few like there was a few that, um was it off oh, wasn't that would come down a few boys would come down and help Paul Shane. came down Shane yeah yeah but not as many as what we had up there, playground. Yeah. You haven't spent much time in Shepparton. So as an outsider, how do you feel about the place? I like Lake. Lake's nice? Yeah, I think that's really nice. Um, I've noticed it's pretty multicultural. Um, uh, what else do I like about Shep? I like the gym. I don't venture around very much. Like, I haven't been here. You haven't spent much time here, yeah. No, I've sort of... I've probably been here, what, ten times maybe? No, yeah. more than that when we were setting up, but like... Really, yeah, like just less than a handful since yeah. we've opened probably. Yeah, since we've opened, yeah. like, I haven't been down too many times, so I don't check the nightlife out anyway. But um, Yeah, in terms of events and stuff, there's no. not much going on. Like, you know that I love it here. Yeah. Um, but compared to Ballarat, the architecture isn't there. Ballarat's old, though. That's what I mean. yeah. But that's what I mean by yeah. the architecture. Like, it's beautiful to walk yeah. around Ballarat. Some that, of the buildings. That's the one thing I feel like Shefferton's missing. Like the, you walk the around, architecture? Yeah, the architecture. They don't have that really nice streets to walk down, all those big churches or... Are they, cha- are they, aren't they changing the... A bit, like, well, new school would be cool, though, like if they made it like real, like all new, that new design sort of stuff. Aren't they doing that now? What's the yeah. building that was going up for, for a long time? So Because th- they've taken down all their old buildings. I yeah. think that they're just sending everything forward. Yeah. So, like, no use holding on to these old places anymore. Let's just, everything's new. Yeah. Which will be cool when it's all done. Are they going to do it in a city, city living like this? Like here? Yeah. The, well, oh, I should have showed you. There's some um, three story townhouses going up just down by the gym. Perfect. Like, which I will think, be sick. I think, it's, I think it always will take off. Like, this, people, do people know where this house is? No, but you can disclose it. Well, it's like it's it's in the street, obviously. So it's like it's a it's really cool. Like I think it's really cool that you can just park your car there but walk everywhere. Like you don't your car stays at the gym most of the time. So if you want to steal it, guys, just <laughs> <laughs> Well actually if you want to steal a car, Josh is there and it's got way more valuable just stuff to, than mine in it. Go on the boot. 
Um, yeah, no, I think it's cool though. All right. All right. Iron Oak. Yep. First Origin. What do you mean? What's a better gym? Iron Oak 2. Yep. Uh, we're not, we're, we're just, we'll just start with like the layer. And we, can, we can venture on from there. Which gym would you train at? Uh, I don't do. Really? Yeah. Less equipment. Yep. I don't care about the equipment. Doesn't worry me. What What do you, What do you like? The more space. I think it's space. I think that because it's like that big open basketball ring. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the high ceiling. You like ceilings. doing some ath- yeah. 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 And you like doing some athletic stuff as well. Normally, I haven't <laughs> recently, but yeah, normally I do like maybe it was like sprint work and that in there, but um, yeah, definitely I don't too. Yeah. Okay. Not what, being mean. What about no, no, no. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> what about in a dodgeball match? Who win? Yeah. Us for sure. Yes. yes. Us. Who? Like Origin. I know. I know. I mean Origin. Origin. No. Who do you think will win? I know. Origin. No, I know. <laughs> Surely Origin. It's home court advantage for one. Well, it's my home court as well. No, you haven't, you haven't been there. We're gonna set, set that up, actually. I wouldn't be able to get five people to come down and verse your monsters. Yeah, yeah, you would. They come down. We almost did set that up. I mean, there was a few when we were doing the matches that you were going to come down the weekend. Yeah, I would. Yeah, <clears throat> that's cool. I reckon doing events like that is so awesome. Yeah, we'll set up a triathlon. We'll do basketball, dodgeball, lake run. <laughs> do you have anything on your bucket list like the marathon that we did? Um, Me and Josh entertained doing Everest, but we didn't want to go base camp. We wanted to go to the top. I didn't. Oh, well, I did. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to do that. No chance. I, I, I'm, I like. I like doing stupid shit. Like Sammy Forbes, he in a couple of weeks' time, two, two to four weeks, he wants to do. Um, yeah, the uh, David Goggins thing. The four, four miles, miles every four hours. Every four hours for thought, forty-eight hours. For forty-eight hours, and I was like, oh. I was like, man, obviously I thought it was 4Ks. I was like, yeah, maybe I could do nearly 4Ks. But 4 miles is like, what, 7Ks or something? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I think we're pushing it a bit, man. I don't... And we'd have to sleep at the gym, so I don't run outside of Ballarat. Yeah. Um, so I said, we'd have to sleep in like the little store, head down the, um, <laughs> in the office in the office there. And I was like, the music would be on all night. But I, I don't know. Like, It'd I, be cool to do Oh, I've, I've, like a video, something like that. That'd be a cool little thing to look back on. But I wouldn't, I don't know. I, I enjoy those type of things. And you threw me in the deep end of the marathon, obviously. There's no, he gives me no notice. I get an email out of nowhere and it's like, congratulations, Dr. School. You invented the Great Ocean Road Marathon. <laughs> it was his birthday present. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is this? And then Harley messages me like 10 minutes later. He's like, happy birthday, man. I was like, I was like I'm not doing it. It was like four weeks away. <laughs> But you're glad you did it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Like it was, yeah. I like those mental mental things and just just things that you look back on like the... We did a... Um, remember mate, Cody, did a trip to New Zealand and it was... I said to, my, I said to Cody, I said, we're going to do a trip. I'll pay for it, but you've just got to do what people say. So Instagram, run out day. So on my Instagram, I've left up the, I don't know, I think I've left them on like those yeah, memories or whatever, it's highlights, yeah. that's it. And I said, I said, um, it could be a day or it could be like three or four days, I don't know. And we we went to, we did, I stayed in, at his house in Melbourne and the first one was like 
do you, do we want to do do you want to be a vegan for a day or vegetarian or not eat at all and yeah you do the instagram polls and we wait i think it was 15. five was it 15 minutes it was 15. 15 15 minutes and whatever the whatever it was is what we do so that was the first one so it wasn't too bad next one was plane or train and they picked plane i said all right domestic or international and they picked international i thought geez all right this is gonna get hefty now and so we had to book the we booked the cheapest flight that we were allowed on without visas, which was Christchurch in New Zealand. So we booked that, and then we went to where were we after that? We went to Crown. oh Crown, yeah. yeah. It was five shots or buy some on groceries. No, nah, five shots or hundred on black. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah. on black, lost all that. Then it was um, uh, piercing or tattoo, and they picked tattoo. <laughs> And then Cody, Cody or Josh. But I said, if, if Cody, he'll get Jumanji, which is just a stupid word we say all the time. Obviously, they're from the movie. Um, if Josh, I'll, I'll get Iron Oak somewhere. And they picked Cody. It was one boat, one boat between it. They picked Cody, so he had to get Jumanji on his ass. And then we went, shave Josh's head or pay for someone's groceries. So I shaved my head. And then we got on the flight to Christchurch. We got there... It's quite late, so I had to book the flight and the accommodation straight away. And then, because we had a bit of time left, and we had like a, we had a bit of time on the plane where we weren't sort of playing for that twenty four hours, we said, "Do you want to do one more in the morning?" And the one in the morning was, "Do we stay in Christchurch? Because it's a public holiday, yeah. so there's nothing open, or do we drive to Queenstown, which was eight hours or six hours or something?" And we had to drive to Queenstown, so then we stayed there for a couple of nights at the home. But I reckon that highlight of that is one of my favorite videos. Like the one where you're doing like the bungee jumping, the bungee and, jumping yeah. and stuff like that. It's so I unreal. Like a brick. I just had this bald head. <laughs> I had all these jackets on. I just like jumped straight off the ledge. Mm. Um, whenever somebody asks me about you, like, what's he like? What's your business man like? I show them that video. <laughs> <laughs> that exact video. Some, I'm like, so, like so, so what he did was he let Instagram run his day. That's Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Different cat. What are uh, some of the other benefits to having a business partner that lives away? I could think of a couple. Benefits? Yeah. For example, the other guy's always the bad guy. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) yes and no, sometimes. But, like, say say someone's like... (laughs) Say someone's like... um, like on, on emails or something like that, for example. Um, but you always got told that you should have someone named John or something. Remember that? Yeah. Who told us that? I, I had it in a motivational speech. Was it? Yeah, but it was a different name. I was like, oh, maybe John it, Lee. Something like that. Yeah, anyway. So John's up in the corner. John's up in the left. And it's always John's fault. But I don't, I don't do this too often unless it's like... It's, someone's it's, like, oh... Um, I'll give you X amount for a piece of equipment. And I'm like, well, no. And then I'm like, Harley disagrees. Sorry, mate. Like, That's fair. Anyone else who has a business partner use that. Yeah. Like it, it always makes you come off as the good guy, I guess. But I don't, I don't know. I like, I, I still say most of the time, I'm still saying it's me, but it's like those small, smaller things. Yeah. Do you like that we run our own clubs in different areas? Yeah. I think that's one of the keys to our success. Yeah, well, I think it's just a trust thing. Like, 
I know, like I said before, like we, anything you want to do, or like I, when I said I wanted to move Iron Oak, and you're like, ooh, it's, it's, it's going well the way it is. It was, yeah. It was, and I was just like, I think we need to expand. Like I really do think if we move around the corner, it was literally like 100 metres down the road, not even that. And it was double the rent. No, more yeah, than double, double the rent. More oh, than double. Yeah, I think just just. More than double. I think, I think it was the a rates. double rate, yeah. Yeah, double rates, two buildings. And I was like, um, I, can, I can make it work. Like, I can, if we put it something different, because we weren't, we're not going to be, like, I'm very self aware that Iron Oak's not the best gym in town. Um, and we didn't have the money to put into, say, there's a, there a couple of really big gyms in town, like your D2Es and that, like, no one's going to beat that type of gym unless you've got a lot of money coming in. And the only thing that I found that we could do different was like, I'll put a basketball ring in. That's no one's got a basketball ring. No one's got a big open area like that where people can shoot hoops and that, which is a bit of a pull. Um, because there else, if we were just doing machines, we're just another gym with a different owner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't, I don't think there's real advantages to us being away. Like I think we'd go really well together anyway. Yeah, 100%. But it's just, yeah, like the, the major benefit is you can send someone away and trust that they're going to do the right thing. Yeah, like 100%. Like you said just before, they've got the skin in the game yeah. as well. Like hiring a manager's got such a high turnover. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like let's say we hired someone in Shepparton. So since I've been mm. in Shepparton, every single gym has replaced its manager. Yep. Like I'm still the same guy running the same gym. And I think it's good for the members to see that. Yeah, 100%. Because my skin's in the game. But I... Combine that with the, with the fact that I love it. Yep. Um, I'm my own boss, so I'm not getting burned out by these ridiculous targets that I'm sure these other managers are trying really hard to hit yep. and all this other crazy stuff. Have you listened to any of the GV Talks podcasts? Yes. What guests did you enjoy? Uh, I enjoyed uh, Luke. Like I liked that he was very open and honest about everything. Um, and I think people are quick to judge on what someone's past might be like and not understand they might need to change or they're trying to change what has happened. Like, I, I enjoyed that one. Um, who was the first? There was someone... Who did I mess you about? I messed you about one of them that I really liked. Was it a girl? I don't have to look it up. I don't know. I can't remember. I texted you about it, though. And I thought it was really, really good. Yeah. You know, Luke's was great. How do you reckon my podcast and your podcast differ in terms of the way uh, it's structured? I talk smack. I talk, a lot, <laughs> I talk a lot of smack. If you're in for like a laugh, like if you want more of a podcast where it's just like a a similar sort of conversational sim- situation with, yeah, with, but with some just, serious questions, but a little bit more banter, yeah, that's your but, podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think people understand. It. I know how to take me sometimes. Like I'm waiting for a guest to come in and just not click with me and be like, "Fuck this guy's off his head." <laughs> yeah. It'll happen. It'll Give happen. It time. Do you... Um, I, I, I've got a question for you. Let's throw it back <laughs> That's not how you. this works, though, mate. <laughs> you'll, you'll have to wait till I'm on Ballarat Talks. Um, oh, do you want to? Yeah, I will. No, no, no. I'll, I'll wait. No, no, no. no, 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 no I'll no, wait. No, 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 I'll wait. No, no, no. I'll wait. I'll wait. I will wait. Josh. Yeah, no, Well, ask a different question. No, I've got no questions for you. It's your podcast. You do it. What are your goals moving forward? Uh, I'd love to have another kid. Um, enjoying Willow, obviously, but I think that I've got three brothers, so it was very I loved loved growing up with more other other brothers and brothers around. 
Um, <clears throat> I don't really know. I don't. I sort of just take it as it comes and build on things as I go. Do some more video work and there's nothing that's like maybe a couple more gyms. There's a couple of locations I really like, but just waiting on um, buildings, obviously. But there's no real nothing that really sticks out. That I'm, what gets you excited at the moment, other than Willow? Like, what's some some of the lights you on fire? Uh, I love making funny videos. Yeah. Um, every day, like I, I really do do what I love. Like, are you surprised at how many people from Shepparton follow you on Instagram? Because I am. Well, I don't know how many, how many. I don't have that many followers. Like, there's not that many that would be. Yeah. No. Well, like it would be at least a hundred people from Shepparton. Okay. Yeah, follow well, you on your Instagram. Like well, that's a lot, don't you think? Yeah. Well, yeah, it would be from Shep, hundred percent. And like they, a lot. I see a lot of them interact with your funny videos. Yeah, I have got a few that. Yeah, I have a few that we go back and forth a bit. Um. Yeah, but that's probably, yeah, that would probably be the ones that really light me on fire. And I love going to Cinema Taylor. Love that. That, that like, I, I don't know what it is about movies and just that that place of just going away and not. I don't, I don't understand how you can retain all these movie quotes. Yeah, I'm good with quotes. I'd just be hanging out with him and just start speaking these whole lines from movies. And, like, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Because <laughs> yeah, he wants me to reply. Yeah, I wait for a reply and sometimes he's like, you people. He's just like, he knows the movie. Other times he's thinking it was strange. But, yeah, no, I do love, I love movies. Love. Have you, um, have you spoken to Taylor about having another kid? Yeah, definitely spoke about it. It's not, it's not really... Anyone that's seen their wife go through birth, it's horrendous. Like, yeah. it's not... It's beautiful after, but the whole process to me isn't... Like, we had a pretty bad experience with it, but, I, I, like, it's it's up to her, basically, when whenever she's ready, because like, we do the fun part, but, like, <laughs> like, they do everything else. So it's sort of not really in my, my hands. Do you think that the dynamic will change? in any way in your family like uh, your, your like you Willow and her when you introduce another kid somebody once described it to me as <coughs> Jesse actually described it to me as a mum a dad and a kid as a team a mum a dad and two kids it's the parents versus the kids parents versus the kids yeah and because you're so exhausted like raising two kids will be very exhausting yep. the kids start to raise each other yeah I think I'd always pull back and work a bit more actually to be around it, but won't help out. Not many people would be able to do that. No. Do, like, do you feel like proud of yourself that you've put yourself in a position where you can? Yeah, well, we've worked, we both worked yeah. hard. Like, we skipped a lot of the eighteen to what are we now? Twenty-seven. I'm twenty-seven. What are you? Uh, 29, 30. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. <laughs> Thirty-seven. Yeah, and then uh, I think that a lot as well. Like. Yeah, we've done one business, but it's cost me a lot. Like what? Do you know what I mean? Like it, like oh, like you. Like I've I've lost lots of friends. Mm. I've it's definitely destroyed some relationships. Yeah. Like I've had to move. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like for the better though. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's the trades I make again and again, but it's still a lot. Yeah. Like it still weighs a lot on the other side. It's like well, well, my life might have been a bit different. Like yeah. I would have had different priorities, or do you know maybe that relationship would have worked out, or maybe I would have stayed in Ballarat and had. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. My three best friends are from Ballarat. Yeah. I don't get to see you guys. I talk to you on the phone regularly. <laughs> Every, <but> day. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. Every yeah. day. I hated talking on the phone. And Josh has trained me. 
talk on the phone every day. He just rings and rings and rings until I answer. Like, what do you What do you want? What's going on? There's David. That's literally all it is. Um, I always feel real rude when I hang up on you. I don't know how to end the phone call. Sometimes I think I've like, called you out sometimes too. Sometimes I'm like, oh, see. No, well, I know that you got someone there or something like that. Yeah. No, no, not in those cases, but... Like, I feel like I always hang up and I can still hear your goodbye. Like, I've hanged up, like, <laughs> a second or two too early. Because I can hear... Oh, so, I'm just like, fuck. Fuck it. I just I'm hanged up. <laughs> Hopefully she just got me saying, see, you need to be hearing these beeps. And he's going to be... Jesus, Harley. Oh. Wish I wasn't a business partner. No, no, no. Not at all. Um, what were we talking about before that? I can't remember. can't remember. What do you think my future will be like in Shepparton? Like what, what do you think I'll keep doing this? Like, what do you reckon? Do I think you love it here. Yeah. I also think that you would love to move back. Interesting. Um, I think now you think you won't have kids and you're not ready for that next time. Well, you're not. You think you're not ready, but I think you are. Yeah. To obviously find a relationship and and move into that area, but um, I think it'll be the best decision you ever make when you do that anyway. Do you reckon if I had kids, I would stay here or move home? Depends on the gym. Elaborate. Uh, if you're tied to the gym and say someone wasn't there to look after almost, it. yeah, look after it slash buy-in sort of scenario, I think you'd be here forever. Mm. Um, if you're not, I think you'll move. Jeez, after co-host Ballarat Talks. It was great. That was fun. <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> you would hate that. <laughs> All right. Um, can you give me someone in Ballarat who inspires you? And I don't want a shit answer either. In Ballarat? Yeah. Who and why? You can have a second. Yeah, give me a second. Let me think about this. You should uh, invest in a chess, chess table. Me and, uh, me and Josh play chess sometimes. Oh, I don't no, think he's yeah. ever beat me. I don't know either. You know all the moves. Um, oh, jeez. If we're on the spot, I have to have a think. I don't. I don't want to do a shitty answer. I reckon I could. I reckon I could. Go on, you hit I me. could send you in the right direction. Yeah. Red Dusty. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, love Dusty. But when you say inspire, like I'm thinking somebody that like maybe I don't quite know yet, or okay, like that's what I aspire to be. Yeah. Not a spice B, but like, I'm like, man, they're, they're doing so well. I really rate what they do. Yeah. But those people um, become harder and harder to find as, as you kind of level up. Yeah, there, I mean? there'll be definitely someone, 100%. I just don't. Oh. There's heaps of people I rate. Like, yeah. I rate, there's some really good people around town. But when you say inspire, like, I, yeah. I can have a handful to have on, but like... <laughs> I really struggled to answer that question on our very first Iron Oak video. What's that? Who inspires you? Did Who we say that? You? Yeah, yeah. You, um, remember you picked um, your hardworking clients, Steve Cook. Yeah, obviously changed now. Yeah, obviously. Yep. Oh, that's what I mean. Like, you've leveled up. Like, you, you're a different person now. Yep. And I didn't answer that question. I couldn't answer that question. And do you want to know what I think the answer is for both of us? What? It's what Matthew McConaughey says. Your hero is you in 10 years from now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, don't, I don't mind Don't you that. think... Yeah. I, th- oh, I, think, I think you inspire me quite a bit too. But like... Like I, I think that people would be shocked if they heard your, like your story. And you don't think it's a big story, but to me it's a big story. 
of your yeah. sort of upbringing where you are now. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's because we both have very different paths. We can um, we can de- we can dwell into that on your podcast. Yeah, if that's you what want. I think. Yeah, I think we will. Is that um, the direction you want to head? Yeah, that's what that's. Yeah, I do. Um, because I, my upbringing was very different to yours. Like my, my dad was pretty harsh on, but good. Like he was very yeah down the line, but sort of set the standard pretty straight. That's obviously that's why I got into fitness. Obviously, like that was dad. No, oh, I can tell that tell story. Tell the story. Yeah, yeah. we'll so, end on this. Hey, what was on? All right. So when I was, uh, I would have been year eight. I was quite a fat boy. Quite a, not fat. Like I was, I was thick. I was very thick. This get a little bit teasing. Like it didn't really affect me. Like it, not really. I wouldn't say it affected me too much. But I, um, I remember one day I was sitting on the couch. And as you do, you've got rolls. You know, like you've got like fat rolls or skin rolls or whatever. As you're sitting down, they had no top on. And um, my dad said to me, "Stand up." And he's like, you're getting too fucking fat. And it was year eight and it tore me to shreds. Like being year eight and hearing your dad, which was like your, your dad is a hero to me. Well, I think to most people at that age, dad's like, he's the, he's the man, he's everything. And um, he, like that moment, I just remember being like, right, get the runners on, let's go. Like we'll run the bar, which is like 14 Ks. And um, every day after that, I got up super early and Dad can vouch for this, got up super early, and I'd run. I'd just run, 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 and then I'd jump in the pool for some unknown reason. Like, for five minutes, it was just like a, a mental test of how cold it was because it was freezing out the farm. Like, it was... Um, so it was, I used to live out in the sticks. Like, there was no service. I had no phone. None of that sort of... Well, I had a phone, but, it, like, it worked when I got into school at stall. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's literally what put me on the path of fitness. I can't remember where i seen this, but... When you were doing these runs, you used to leave a stone. Yeah, it was. I probably put it in the video. I used yeah, to leave a stone at the end on the on the. Um, there was a pole that you'd do, and then just run back. But that, yeah, that was the trajectory of like, mood. Like that was yeah, fitness, and then um, obviously you would have like you would have heard like what dad was like with. He's a pretty reserved. Like he's very dad's pretty respectful, and he's very reserved in his approach to like say investing or something like that whereas I sort of jumped the gun I jumped straight into it then our first I remember the first gym we're going to do because he said to me with the fitness industry he said um you're going into a nothing a nothing industry was that nothing going into a nothing industry with a nothing future or something like that along those lines and uh we started obviously at snap and we did copious hours of free pts to get clients and yeah, um, I still got clients that the same clients these days. Like there's a fair few that are still still back from 2011, and um, we so I got got a clients and I I was making a really good wage out of it. And um, Dad was I think quite sort of taken back by like he's actually doing okay with this. And then I, I um, well the the reason he knew that is because I had this when he said this to me about the nothing it's a nothing job in a nothing industry. That's what he said. It's a nothing job in a nothing industry. I was like, right, I've got this, I'm quite, I don't want to say I'm spiteful, but like things sit with me and I don't, I, I let him go, but I don't let him go. So like he, um, I, I said, right, in my head, I'm going to save 50K in the bank and I'll show him one day. Like I, it was like, I can't remember how long it was, but I got home, so I travel home for footy every Friday night at the bar and um, I was doing my book work as I would and I had uh, my net bank up and it was like 50k on the dot and 
I turned it around, I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, what? He turns around, I was like, where'd this come from? And he comes over. So where'd you get that from? I was like, my nothing job in my nothing industry. <laughs> like that, that's pretty that's spiteful. You're like that's pretty bad. And um, yeah, that's that's obviously it took us on that path of just progression of the gyms, which like if anyone's out there and you want to like I think your twenties to thirties, you can you can stuff up stuff up a lot, and you can still come back from it even to forty. I think you can stuff up. You can do. I would encourage you to do what you like obviously do your due diligence on it but I'd encourage you to do what you love early because you know doing the job that you hate for years on end waking up and you you just hate it you know like I don't want to do this I don't want to do this I'd rather do this you should always go into the job and build something around that or go go start doing those those things that you really love and build something around that like I was doing with film stuff so Effectively, I could walk into that now with a full-time job if I wanted to mm. because I've built a thing on the side of it and then I could walk into it if I really wanted to. But I just think that everybody, or, every, or especially the younger generation now, will sort of be like, I need money, I need money, I need money. Whereas if you build something around you love, you that passion will just, that it'll just burn for so long that you should, you know what I'm trying to say? I know exactly what you're trying to say. I think yeah. it's a great message. Do you... Like when you're growing up and you kind of plan this out in your head, you're like, I'm going to run, I'm going to get in shape. Did you think like this is going to be a great story? No. No? No. I always had the, uh, what's the word? It's like a, um, what do you do when you visualize it? Like a. Um, imagination? Oh, no, not imagination. I can't remember the word. Visualization is probably. Yeah, like you just, yeah. you. You envision it in your head like you manifest it. That's what I'm after. Like you yeah. manifest the result. Yeah. So I always had like that manifest in my head of where I wanted to go to for that goal, for example. Yeah. So I knew it was going to happen and I can be patient. Like I can wait and I'll wait and wait and wait until it happens. But I manifest that it's going to happen. Do you spend much time reflecting? No. <clears throat> Never. No. Do you think you're sentimental? Mm, sometimes depends on what it is yeah depends on what it is yeah I just wonder like let's say when you went back to that post that had all those stones on and you took that video I'll still be there now <laughs> yeah I know but like did you feel like a sense of like I did the hard work or like uh, not no I don't think so I love I love thinking about like what the rock says where he says like you've got to continue to do what you've done to continue to be who you are sort of scenario, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, I know that I'm very consistent with gym. Like, I'm very... That keeps my... If I don't go to the gym, if I'm not keeping myself on track with everything, then I know the rest of the stuff goes out the window. So, if I don't... It sounds almost not arrogant, but it's, like, uh, selfish in a way, people would say, but not to me. Like, I say to myself, if I'm not right then I'm not right for my family. So yes. if I'm not, if I don't keep myself, if I don't keep myself fit, if I don't allow myself time to go to the gym, if I don't um, keep eating good food or whatever, then, then I know I won't be right for the other people in my life. That doesn't sound like um, you're being arrogant and that sounds like you're being very wise. Yeah, but a lot of people would be like, well, you're, you're selfish for going to the, like, if, if, if I need to be somewhere else. Yeah. But I, I then say, well, I need... I need this for me to be all right for the long-term sort of scenario. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the word selfish gets a bad 
rap, but sometimes you have to be selfish so you can be selfless. Yeah. And be the best version of yourself yeah. for the people that are the most important thing in your life. Yeah. All right, great, Josh. Do you want to leave the Shepparton Locals with anything? They're better you. <laughs> I was sorry for that. I've got sniffles today. I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll sound a bit nasally, but... All right, thanks for joining me. Thanks, H.